everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. And the video is on, I can tell. And we are recording, and welcome YouTube. Welcome to the, everybody. To the beginning of this video, we cannot tell what's going to happen later on, but at least you're here at the start. We can hope. The YouTube community, I just feel for them. I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I You just don't relate to the YouTubers. I I don't, but I get video. Like, yeah. you know, I understand that people like to watch. But how many people are only watching? A good handful, and I or, get it. Okay. Because, like, when you think about, there's some podcasts that are just funny as fuck to watch. Yeah. Like that Trixie and Katya one. Yeah. Okay. You gotta so watch funny. it. Brittany Broski, gotta watch it. Yeah, because they're just comedians. So it's I like know. you have to watch them. I know. With their facial expressions and everything. It's so good. Okay. Well, we guys, got some questions. We got into the nitty gritty last episode. And here we are this week. New week, new us. Same day for us, though, actually. <laughs> um, Same day. We're just knocking it out. We are. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed, but <laughs> Josh ordered, he's like baby proving the house. He's like obsessed with it, like making sure Elsie feels no pain. Yeah. Which is very with cute. With the backpack. But, yeah, we got a turtle backpack, but we had to stop putting it on her. So it was like this like basically pillow with like a head thing and a back thing because she started throwing herself back on it because she thought it was funny. Because it kind of bounced her. Oh my gosh, which is the exact so, opposite of what. Yeah, so we I stopped using it. Now we just use it. Like sometimes I'll place pillows around her if she's like, you know, in a particularly, you know, dangerous, not dangerous, but you know, I'm like, put a pillow here if you fall. But we have like a TV stand in our living room that she like pulls herself up on all the time. Like, she can't pull the TV down on her yet, but we do have anchors for it now. <laughs> yet. I mean, next week, who knows? This girl grows. It's crazy. Um, And he bought, he said, he goes, I bought pool noodles for around the edge. That's smart. I, they make those, though. He bought literal pool noodles. You can buy like sharp edge edging. <laughs> well, it's probably cheaper with the pool noodles. Black pool noodles? He bought I'll, I'll have to check the receipt. Oh, he bought them on Amazon. God. Black pool noodles. Are they up? I didn't see them. No, but they just came. I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh He's like, God. I got black. I'm like, Josh, oh. they are. I mean, it's going to take up the entire they might be too big. Yeah, they're going to be too big. Like, you can buy normal, just like... Right. Corner edge, you know. Honestly, the thought was there. Josh is still Josh, and Josh yeah, is going to be Josh. And he will, and he continues to be. Josh had Josh. A, his shirt. Um, like He likes dumb shirts, and he thinks they're funny. But he doesn't understand, like, like when society shirts. looks at you, and they think you think that's for real. They're like corny like little eighth grader would yeah. wear like yeah. would that say like sarcasm loading or you know mm. shit like that <laughs> but like the cornier they are the better for him yes he but thinks he, he enjoys it also he enjoys being out in public and people thinking that he's serious like yeah. he gets a kick out of that like he thinks it's a bit and i'm like it's only a bit if people know it's a bit babe and yeah but if he's in on it he gets enjoyment out of it 
I mean, where does he find these? Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, Walmart. A lot of shirts. Like okay, I, guys. This I is... get down with his, when he was rocking like the tie-dye with like the wolves. Yeah, that's still cute. I think that's cute. I, I like, like it. it. I know. And I thought like that was the style. And then he started busting these on. I said, no, he's got a big SpongeBob shirt. No, see, I can't. Did I... you ever see the Michigan, Ohio State one? Yeah. Yeah. You, you I accidentally wore that one once. And I looked down and I was like. You know, Michigan cheerleader sucking, you know, Brutus's. Oh, my God. I hate these. So I really hate these. (laughs) And he's still to this day, still to this day, Jess. Because I think. If he gets a personalized, like, like jersey, he will still put the number 69 on it. I said you are a father. I think think part of him really does kind of like it, though. Like, it's not a bit. I, I can't admit that. But like, For does me. he wear these? He wears he wears them out. Yes, I don't with him with you. I I don't allow the the Ohio State Michigan one. I would don't you allow. wear what whatever he's wearing? Would you allow? No, no, he would could not wear that out in public with me. No, <laughs> no, they're inside shirts. Okay, okay. The SpongeBob one, which is literally just SpongeBob on a shirt, like that is the. I ick. don't like it. No, and it gives me the ick. Yeah, but. Be- what am I going to do? Nothing you can do. You can't. I mean, I wear the nastiest shit at home. So like, and I, I will comment on Joe's appearance and I need to work on that because like he'll wear like dirty stuff sometimes. I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> but I am a fucking slob at home lately, especially in pregnancy. I just wear these baggy ass clothes. Girl. I'm wearing my pork and good shirt quite a bit. <laughs> See, you got porking good. Okay, but like that, <laughs> it doesn't have like SpongeBob on it. But yeah, I I get the home attire. Gamer nutrition facts. Oh yeah, what does it say? What did the it nutrition look, facts? It's like I don't remember. I don't look at them. You can't be. But bothered. once I feel like they've made enough of a rotation, they've been you around a while. I ditch them. I don't throw them away because I think that would be rude. So what do you do? Hide them? Yeah. Yeah. Where were we? YouTube commune. I almost failed you, but I did what I know how to do. And that's... Just be a videographer. <laughs> and I said, corner of my camera looks a little suspicious. And it, the battery was dying. Save the day. Save the day. All right, Jess, we'll get into... Some questions. Let's go. Fire them off. I'm How ready. does it feel to be back? I can't. Just feels nothing. I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I, I don't know. Life's different. Life, life is different now. I don't know. Well, I'm excited. Rach is very happy to I'm be exci- back. I'm happy to be back. Why do you feel like you're less than like excited? Is it like you just don't? know how to process things okay or i don't feel like i have like much to offer as far as content goes other than like my life you know as before which is what we've always done no but i was like prepping like i had like bits you know like i had some funny stories that i would like but now i'm I'm completely winning raw today so today's a different type of energy to this episode so that's why yeah you know it's hard to know and usually like i don't like that type of attention, you know? Yeah. Rather than me having a funny story about Joe or something that that. Yeah, now we can think like, hey, save it for the pod. 
I haven't. Jess and I haven't had to save it for the pod in seven months. Yeah. We really just Marco Eight months, really. The last episode, you and I were on together. Probably longer. January. Yeah, because I did Month Joe, and then you did Month Meredith. Yeah, Meredith, and then Josh, and then gone. So. But we Marco Polo... And then end up calling each other because the Marco pulling gets too long. Gets way too out of control. Like we could just have a fucking phone conversation. Yes. When you're on Marco Polo at the same time as someone, sometimes it's just. But can we make a note on some FaceTime action that I've been getting in on? You should be very proud. And answering phones. Oh, yeah. It's a new new age for you. Oh, I answer phones now. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Could be due to trauma, but a bit of Uh... just like, what what's going on? (laughs) What is who's, wrong? Who's dead? Who's dead? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, Who I died? Get Well, you know, so it feels still for, weird for Jess, I guess. You don't know how you feel. Yeah, it's indifferent. Not weird, not anything. But I'm excited because I've been wanting to do this for a really long time. Um, Yeah. Jess and I never really talked about, like, how all well, of the shit she was going through yeah. affected us. But I literally told her. Oh, I said. Rach cut off our friendship. No, I said. She let me off the hook. If yes, I said if this is what you need to do, never be my friend again. I understand. Let let the (laughs) listeners listen to this, okay? That is when it did get weird because you were like, and then when you said that to me, you were like, you know, if you don't want to be my friend, I understand. Nobody's ever said that to me, so I was like, I don't. I didn't know our friendship was that expendable. And so I was really confused by it and wasn't in the space to be like, joke around about it. And then we were like, I think I'm like, is that your insecurity that like, I would just Mm. leave? I think like that, that something like that would end a friendship. Like that was so wild. Something like one of your best friends having a baby literally at the same time that you lost a 19 week pregnancy. I, in my mind, no. that is enough reason to step back from like I. I just feel like it takes like. I mean, you didn't meet Elsie for a long time, you know. Like it was fresh, and I kind of was just like, "It's just you got a lot of friends. If you need to like drop one, I get <laughs> yeah, it." That is fucked up. <laughs> that is so fucked up. And I like so was so confused by that, but I was like, "No, I understand that if like I need to take space, which." So that was confusing, too, because I reached out to you and I said, hey, if if it feels like I'm not reaching out to you as much, it's because I am processing all of this yeah. and you have a baby. But I don't I, – I think I made it clear that it's like if the circumstances were different, obviously I would have met Elsie and I – like that right. would be different. But more of what I was saying is like, hey – I think that this is a huge fucking thing that happened. I, I don't know. I can't. She was, you guys, she really was like, if you don't want to be my friend anymore, I understand. I'm like. I wasn't like in a passive aggressive way. No, I was just, just genuinely but genuine, like. But I was genuinely shocked by that. That I was like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't I understand it. And then we talked about it. Yeah. And we cleared it up. But pray that I it's not like I wanted to lose you as a friend. I just felt like what you had gone through was so traumatic that if I was a constant reminder of like what you didn't have, then why I don't I don't know. Yeah. I That's get it. like I guess more of it was like 
I didn't expect you to have to do the emotional work for me. Yeah, but I wasn't like, and that's the thing. Like I wasn't, I had called it out because I was sick of, I was sick of people not calling shit out. That's another thing we could get into about, um, what, what state I was in and like who reached out, who didn't reach out. It wasn't like that. It was like, there were some things there, but it was, it was just that I needed a friend and I was calling it out. I was getting ahead of it being like, Hey, if I'm silent, obviously it's because of what I'm going through. It has nothing to do with like not wanting to meet Elsie or checking up on you. And I felt because we were in those two different stages, it was like, I was feeling guilt about not being there for you in like your motherhood journey Mm -hmm. as like, you know, I'm like, I don't even know, you know, I'm like catching up online and I'm like, I should know this stuff about the breastfeeding stuff or, you know, and I felt guilty about that. So I just like wanted to get ahead of it and call it out. And like, that's what brought up the conversation. But, but no, I really wasn't thinking too hard on it. I was just like that. It wasn't like that you, yeah. Like there was a reminder of that. Yeah. Like that you had the And you were but- also still you. So you were just like, I want it to be the right time when I meet her. And oh, I no, was, but then, and then, and then that I was seemed like, too weird. That's, that it seems like. No, I didn't even say that. I was like, I, I just I mean, in enough time. Like I yeah. just was like, I just need time for that. Yeah. I don't want to feel like like, that was forced on me. Right. It it just got like hard. Not hard. Like just like. And then once we met up, it was like we were doing that over Marco Polo too. Yeah. So that or as text and then Marco Polo and then that. Yeah. I have to Marco Polo because I hate texting when it comes to stuff with like that. It's like I need you to like see my face. Yeah. See how I'm saying something because. Could you imagine if I wrote you a text, like, if you don't want to be my friend anymore, I understand. (laughs) Like, you would be like, who's this bitch trying to, like, manipulate me? Yeah. But genuinely, I was just like, I think what you went through is so traumatic that if I'm a representation of that, I understand if you can't be my friend. But even if you were a representation of it, like, our friendship was never a a question. That it was like, this is my insecurity. We've discovered, I've discovered, because apparently I went on stimulants and like half of my brain woke up, the the traumatized part. But like I, I said, I would never expect anyone to have to work through emotions for me to maintain a friendship with me. Like the fact that like you did, you did have to like, I'm sure you talked in therapy and stuff about like meeting Elsie and dealing with that and you know, all of those things. I would never expect anyone to inconvenience themselves emotionally for me. Mm. That doesn't make any, like. Well, that's on your control, though. Right, right. But that was more of that. It's like. You were trying to cut it off before I would ever do any work. That you were like. I just just wanted to let you know you didn't have to do it. Oh, uh, okay. Like, like, I would get it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I have, like, um, a very weird take on friendship i think in general i think just like the constant non-stop feeling of being a burden which is <laughs> it's like i think it's genetic my dad has it and i didn't realize how deeply i felt that until literally the last month well you know yeah but like i think i've always been able to be like oh deep down I feel like a burden. You know, like that like deep thing. No, yeah. that's fuck it's fucking surface level, babe. It is right there at all times. Oh. Like constant just people feeling. choose friendships. Like it's a both people right. work at it and right. the other person you don't have control over like what work they want to put in. But if they continually work to- I know. It's just weird. 
It's a weird time. We're not a burden, babe. Well, thanks. We'll we'll think about it. I'll think about that. Well, replay that. <laughs> you have it on record, so. <laughs> um, okay, just to cut that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my <laughs> Yeah, shit. moving on, moving on. Okay. Um, favorite music since we you, since we last saw yes. <sighs> Any new music? Oh, of course. Um Boy Genius. Boy Genius got me through the hardest time. Mm-hmm. I would say that that like their album titled The Record mm-hmm. truly saved me. I believe that. So that album has a lot of meaning for me and really did get me through the summer and still does. They're fucking awesome. If you don't know, Phoebe Bridgers, Lucy Dacus, and Julian Baker phenomenal artists they are just so fucking good they are so and good. they fucking blew up they came out with an album in 2018 just a little guy little project they're working on they came back together for this album and they sold out madison square garden and they just fucking really yeah they're that is so good huge 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 love love yeah so if you um, don't know now you know go listen but the album has my heart yeah i mean i feel like a real basic bitch but you know noah khan very oh, Noah Khan. It was a Noah Khan summer. Yeah. It was I feel like, good. I feel like Noah Khan is the new Mumford and Sons. Yeah. And that, like, it is certifiably good fucking music. Yes. Like, l- like lyrically, compositionally, it's no good. flaws, left no crumbs. Absolutely. But it's like everybody likes it, so you feel like, I just kind of then basic it, for light, you know? Yeah. Is it the banjo that did it to us? We Probably. like to go back to our our roots with the banjos, but no love. Been listening to him a lot, um, and weirdly, I feel I felt the need to talk about um, Kelly Clarkson's new album because no one's talking about it. And I didn't even some, know she came out with new music, but I, was, I know isn't that so annoying? But I watched her like TikTok on her show. Like I love watching her show. Yeah, her talk she show should it should be out more. The album. Okay, as a true blue, I listened to a full album. Not the most cohesive album I've ever listened to. And I feel like, I mean, Madison listened to it through it like three times on a car on a car ride. Because you got to listen to an album like three good times to be like, okay. 100%. But like some of the music is like, is this Taylor Swift? Is this Adele? Is this, you know, it feels very influenced. But some of it's very good, okay? Mm. I Hate Love is good. Like, that should be a hit on the fucking radio. So that's all I got to say. I think it's worth it. Kelly is worth it, okay? Kelly Kelly's awesome. is a national fucking treasure, and I'll hear nothing more of it. And we need to be supporting her music more, but I feel like, you know, she's pulled into a lot of different directions, so it's hard. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a pop artist I've been liking. Can't remember. Anyway, th- that's kind of my answer to that. Mm. Kelly Clarkson. Yep. Everybody. Well, like we, we've I'll gotten quite a few of where the fuck have you been, but we've covered that. Listen to the first the episode before this. We'll tell you. How was Jess's Florida trip? Oh, yeah. Okay, first off, I want to say thank what? you. Thank you to my commute. <laughs> um, I obviously was shocked by the Venmos that were coming in. And then I knew immediately who was responsible for this, even though it was hidden from me, because it was a bunch of random people who I didn't know, aka our listeners. Not that you're random, but I just didn't recognize names. So I said, what the fuck is happening? 
And yeah, so I just wanted to say that fucking so thank you. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Um uh if you guys want to if you're nosy, we got over a grand. Wow. Oh, hell yeah. And you know, we contemplated like, oh, do we save this? No, we fucking spent it. That was the point. Okay, so we absolutely balled out in Miami. And so I'll have you guys know that we put that's great use. We had a fucking blast. We ate amazingly good food. Miami is expensive to begin with. Mm -hmm. But honestly, we didn't even have to worry. So it was just like such an awesome, awesome gift, really. And Miami was a blast. We ate, drank, had sex, went to the beach, went to the pool. Like, it didn't matter. Like, it was the most relaxing vacation. Joe and I talk about it like it was a fever dream. We talk about it. We're like, did we really go to Miami? Like, did we really do that? Like, no other obligations than to just, like, have a good time. And that's exactly what we did. It was awesome. Truly, it was one of the best trips. And where did you stay? At this resort in Miami. That was super, super nice. Good. Yeah. I didn't know if we wanted to drop the name of the resort. Oh um palms the palms okay miami and we went to when we got a spa we got massages too good like, we lived it up guys thanks to you thanks to Rach for the idea it was i have them i have them i have them i know how to show support <laughs> okay let me see I'm trying to think of anything funny happened in miami worth telling but probably joe being joe let's be honest yeah yeah. Um, it was hot. <laughs> for Rach, biggest surprise with having a baby. Okay. Right now, I think surprises come continuously all the time. You know, obviously, like, the biggest surprise at the beginning was the fact that my breasts didn't make enough milk to feed my child. That was weird. That was not, not really the, something not I had prepared for. I prepared fully to not like it and to choose not to breastfeed i have a lot of friends that like can be touched out easily like sensory issues and like i fully kind of thought hey that might be the road like i think it might be overstimulating for me to have somebody on my tits all the time i did not anticipate it to not be an option that was really wild but now it's just like how fucking fast it's going the first year of life and they say like the first year goes so fast and like yes it's that but it's like she's changing so much all the time it is bizarre and should be illegal quite frankly isn't it cool because like as she's changing like you're getting more of who she is yes. as a person yeah she's a mover and a groover if there's anything we seen. mover and a groover she's a groovy girl she's moving constantly always has been like since she was a new baby she's been kicking her legs and it's not it wasn't gas everybody told me oh, she may be get no she's just wanting to go she just wants to be zooming around like our pediatrician is always like looking at her sideways like what are you up to Dude, when she, like just think when she walks she's in, you won't be able to stop her. so like she's already standing now and like she has already started like taking her hands off standing on her own this is today she started standing on her own a week ago and now she's taking her hands off like you know we'll look at what's in her hands you know fall down she's eight months 
she's going to be walking by 10 months. I'm pretty much certain of it. I walked at nine months, but like I kind of always thought it was because I had a big, big sister. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're trying to keep up. But she does go to the babysitter, so she's got big kids there. Yeah. But big friends. That is oh, just shocked me with how like it shocked me how shocked I am of the fucking obvious. Yeah. Like it doesn't That's hit funny. Josh like the way I'm like, are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. that she's doing this now? Oh, you know, it's just like you're in awe of it. Oh, my God. Aww. Yeah. She's a really, really great baby. And um, yeah, I think one thing I'm weirdly grateful for is like. we She's never been like a long sleeper. So like we've always had to wake up two to three times a night. Um, So when the regressions hit, it's just kind of like meh. And all of her regressions have been mostly nap regressions. So she'll, like, try to drop a nap or, like, do, like, a 20-minute nap and, like, you know, you won't be able to put her back down. Like, the nighttime's always been relatively the same. But I realized it's because, like, it doesn't get that much worse than mm-hmm. three times a night. Yeah. Um, But I've always done bottle and bed, you know, and that people say, like, play, eat, play, sleep. Fuck no. Okay, I get that girl a bottle. She's done. I don't care if I have to get up and make her a bottle and give it to her. She's sleeping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do a whole song and gambit. I don't want to be like, rock, 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 rock. Wait, you have to do that in the middle of the night? Some people have to rock their baby. What do you mean? Play? Like that? No, no, no. But like some people don't like want to feed their babies to sleep. I think always at night you have to. I don't really know. Again, I'm not on the internet. I... Yes, as good as mine. But yeah, but like there is this. Some people say like for bedtime, don't feed them to go to bed because how they fall asleep is how they'll want to be put back to sleep. Right. But I just said, if how they go to sleep is a bottle, that's real predictable for me. Yeah, I know that's how they how she needs to go back down. Makes sense to me. And when her belly stays full for as long as it needs to stay full, then she's sleeping because she chugs an entire bottle like six to eight ounces like you can't tell me the girl has not been hungry yeah i feel like my experience is like i just do whatever kids parents tell me to do that i'm watching you're gonna never had to like make that decision so it's like i'm always like okay what's their schedule or like you know tell me exactly what you do and then i follow those directions and that works out and then i don't have to make any crazy decisions so now it's like oh i'll be responsible for that (laughs) yeah it's okay. weird. It's wild. You just got to get to know them. I think that's the thing. I think that's like my only advice. Yeah, you anticipate is, their needs and how is they operate. Get to know your baby before you decide what you're going to do with your baby. I think that is a crazy thing that like I think in our information age and we feel like there's one right way to do everything and everything's black and white and I'm going to – uh, you know, I'm going to co-sleep or I'm going to do safe sleep or I'm going to baby led wean or I'm going to just do this or I'm going to breastfeed or I'm going to bottle. Like, it's just so bizarro. Mm-hmm. How about you just say, I'm a blank slate here. I'm going to meet this baby and decide what this baby needs. Yeah, I don't. Th- you can't call it before. Yeah. I think that's like literally impossible. Yeah. I didn't feel comfortable talking about this when Josh and I were recording. Um, I think I talked about it a little bit, but like... Uh, we co-slept for the first like 10, 8 to 12 weeks, really. She slept on us. And I didn't want to say that at the time because it is such a hot topic that people um, 
will literally tell you you're killing your baby or you're you're negligent in it or you're willing to take the risk. Um, when in reality, it was just like I personally felt comfortable with an infant that wasn't capable of moving on her own. I felt comfortable with her sleeping on me. And you can't tell me that I wasn't comfortable doing that. You can't tell me that it wasn't the best thing for us at the time because it's not your fucking kid and it's not your fucking life. It's mine. So we did that. She, we'd always start her in the bassinet because I always wanted her to eventually sleep in the bassinet. Sometimes she'd make it 30 minutes. Sometimes she'd make it an hour. She always ended up on our chest until she didn't anymore. Until eventually that just got less and less because after a bottle, I would put her in the bassinet and soon we were able to, and sometimes that just never worked. Sometimes we were never able to get her down after the second bottle and we, she, you know, she'd end up back on us. Um, and after a while, the transfers just kept working and by three months, she would do probably 75% of the night in the bassinet and then um, by four months, five months, all, all, she was always in the bassinet or, and then we had construction going on in our house for six weeks. And then when we moved back, like we were at my mom's and we moved back, we just put her, moved her into her crib and that's where she stays, baby. That was nice. And look, luckily you didn't have to do much work. She kind of like led that. Yes, exactly. Like I just like- let her like, cause truly if she, I, I kind of did feel like I wouldn't be comfortable co-sleeping with her when she could move and now like she got she had like a virus and so we were sleeping together and like I was more nervous about that because she rolls around she sits up she crawls like I was more like I was more anxious like co-sleeping with her when she was seven months old than I ever did when she was a newborn and that was just my preference and like I just think there's so much fucking anxiety And there is this feeling of, I even felt like this with like baby led weaning. Like I'm not fully doing baby led weaning. I'm not fully doing purees. I'm just letting my daughter experiment with the food that she wants. And I'm also feeding her oatmeal because sometimes we need to go Mm -hmm. and I don't have time for her to rub shit all over her face and hair. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there's been so much, there is so much polarizing views on everything. And I prefer in this stage of my life to live in like gray space with, with raising kids. Like it's just, you have to raise the kid that you have. I don't know. I like it. I feel like is you're confident in it. You know what's best for your kid. That's it. Yeah. You know, like that's where the internet becomes just so fucking terrible it is terrible it just it's so confusing it's like i don't know there are no right answers like i'm finding that in pregnancy it's like don't fucking look up anything because either it's normal or something's really wrong like that symptom is either completely normal at that stage or it could actually mean that something's going wrong right it's like a headache right it could be just a headache right or it could be a brain tumor yeah it could be or it could be preeclampsia. Who fucking knows? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, I like it. I feel like if you feel confident in it and you feel like you're taking the best care of your kid, then that's it. And that's genuinely how I felt. Like, I feel like 
you're doing your best. I do. Yeah. And I, I think that's like, I don't know. There are times where I feel guilty for having her. I think the, the thing that I have felt any amount of guilt about is having her at the babysitter. And that's because it costs us money to do. Um, you know, I thought I had taken on like a, like a, a slow enough schedule that I'd be able to balance editing and caring for her full time. But it turns out like I can't parent at all and work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so, I can't. It is so hard. I So our babysitter has been on vacation this week. Um, she goes to like an in-home care provider who has like, you know, four or five kids at a time. It's great. Love her. Um, but I've had her all week and I have a wedding edited. I have not had time to upload it mm. in two days. It's done. It's done. But I, when I tell you, like she, you can't really take your eyes off of her. For very long. And if you do, it's like, I don't want my daughter's memories of me to be like me looking at a screen while trying. Like, obviously, there are moments where that's fine. But if I have the means and ability to send her to a place where she's going to be enriched and, you know, involved with other kids and socializing and having fun. Mm-hmm. I would rather that than me be frustrated with my child constantly, which right. is what was happening mm-hmm. is when Elsie was four months old, she started dropping naps and she went from taking literally like maybe three. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember times, but she went from taking like five hours of naps a day to like three. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge problem. Like I used to be able to get five hours of work done. Truly. I would work while she nap, and she used to nap on me things of the past the girl cannot fall asleep on me to save her life she's too she's like what's going on she wants to herself she does she needs her crib my dad had a cataract appointment today that we had to take him to and they're very serious you can't leave you have to be there the whole time it's like three hours i had josh like keep her in the morning go and work late because i was like i can't wake this girl up put her in the car go get my dad then go to the, the surgery place sit and i was like or I'm going to lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kept her and then brought her. So we were only there for like two and a half hours. You know, she's working the room, obviously crawling up to people, talking to them, you mm-hmm. know, doing as she does. But she needed a nap. And I told them, I was like, I'm just going to go out to the car real quick. I took that cruiser. I cruised her around till she fell asleep. Oh, yeah. I said, That's hey. smart. Because they were like, do not leave. I was like, I won't. Gotta go. Bye, gotta go. They had my number anyway. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, she gotta go back. Some strict rules. Bizarro. It's like I have a kid. What do you want me to do? Right. What am I gonna do? They're just trying to. Yeah. They're they're getting cataracts out and they're sending you on your way. Get out. In and out. In and out. Like a conveyor belt. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know what the point of that whole talk was, but. Motherhood. What surprised you most of motherhood? And then we got all the way around there. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, well, she's easy to talk about. She is. I know. It is that annoying thing of like when you have a baby, you finally understand. Dude, when I was re listening to these episodes, I was cracking myself up with this. About what? Um, I'm not going to do I don't want any oh, interventions. That is I, funny you that know, you. 
I don't remember what you even said. But. I didn't want any interventions. I wanted, you know, to everything to be very organic and natural. Oh, and my like, God. Rachel, just shut up with that. Don't get me that wrong. That is funny that you can look back and laugh at that hilarious and do you think now do you think like moms were listening and yes eyes at judging you? judging judging <laughs> i hope you were i hope you that's were that's funny as fuck <laughs> i mean like i don't think it's a bad thing granted like as you know being pregnant is so such a vulnerable feeling mm -hmm. and knowing that like birth is looming you do want to have a plan you are probably you thinking a, yeah you're you probably thinking what what do i need what should I, what do I want? Yeah, but I, I, I know so many people now yeah. and I have a pretty clear expectation of like, yeah, I have wants, right? I have a plan, whatever mm -hmm. that may look like, but it's loose. Oh, it's yeah. It's for sure loose. And I don't know. And I think I, mine was always loose, but the fact that like what I wanted yeah. couldn't have been more opposite than what I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's very common. I mean, comical. That's comical. So and also, like, after giving birth with an epidural, um, which was, you know, painful, I don't want it to be more painful than that. I thought that was enough. Like, granted, I didn't. I gave birth, and now I will have a C-section, so whatever. We are where we are, but... That was enough, I think. It wasn't the most pain I've ever been in my life. Really? No. It's such a, I think the pain and the experience is so, well, you know, you'll only ever feel it when you're giving birth. But it's also like, like it's not reward. comparable. It's not because other pain is just pain. Yeah. This is pain with the reward at the end. Yeah. Like you are work working towards something. If there's yeah. anything I've actually looked in, it's like hypnobirthing. That's what I did. Yeah. So it's like really understanding what's going on in your body yeah. and like just understanding that you're working towards a goal and not yeah. like you're not like breathing through contractions. You're like getting closer through every contraction. It's yeah. just a mindset. I did all that shit. I yeah. took the classes. I bought the courses. You oh, I'm not. The, I just, got the links. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I did. I did the up breathing. Well, like, the here's, there's just like words for it. It's just like fucking buzzwords. But it literally is just like understanding what's happening to your body. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's important. It was just a lot of pressure. Like for sure. I also, I pushed for three hours. <laughs> what? Mm-mm. What? Like that was the experience I had. Once you're on the roller coaster, like towards the end, Aren't you, I was like, tired. I was so hungry. I was so fucking hungry. I can't imagine how hungry I would have been had I not have like cause I illegally ate like around four PM the day before. Oh, as soon as I feel like it's coming, I'm gonna shove some food down my throat. You gotta. But I was had already been induced for hours and right. it was just going nowhere. I was like, I'm not I'm gonna eat. Okay. Like I'm going to eat. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just very funny watching me. Looking back. Li and oh, laughing. I, I literally said, I want an intervention free birth. Oh, wow. <laughs> My LOL. God, Rachel, you dumb bitch. Dumb bitch. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb girl. Dumb, dumb girl. Dumb, dumb girl. That's funny. Um, any advice for someone hoping to conceive in the next six to eight months? Take it easy. <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh, 
my gosh. I did not enjoy that part. Yeah. <laughs> and not that I did enjoy having sex with my husband. Um, God, it was stressful. It was really yeah. stressful for Joe and I. Um, I don't have any advice because my I, we didn't do it right. I mean, we it was hard. Joe, okay. the anxiety was there, you know, for Joe and so for did us. You, like, like, how did was there a a method to your madness? I mean, like, yeah, you like we were tracking ovulating. tracking ovulation. Obviously, that's tip number one. But I don't know. My tip is like have fun with it if you can, and take the pressure off whatever that looks like, or if there's anything mm-hmm. you can think of. I don't have any tips because it wasn't like that for us and. Trying was definitely trying, you yeah. know? And even though we tried to, like, get out of our heads about it, it just, like, wasn't that easy, you know? So something that, like, I did for next time, because obviously, like, I got pregnant twice in a row without trying. So we know I can do it. But when we do want to try, because you're kind of, like, on a schedule when you're a wedding photographer. Like, there are certain times that are better than not to have a baby, and mostly because I have to have a C-section next time because of Elsie's shoulder dystocia. Um, I need, like, 8 to 10 to 12 weeks to, like, be able to, like, do my job. So I would like to give birth, you know, in the wintertime, obviously, blah, blah, blah. But I now started tracking my ovulation so I know what my body is doing when I'm ovulating. I feel like as a woman, you're like, you're just living life, right? We got discharged. Sometimes it's like this. Sometimes it's like that. And you don't necessarily like know. Mm-hmm. But I started uh, tracking my ovulation to know what is happening when I'm ovulating, if that makes sense. So like, and I've done it enough now that like, if my like honestly, it's if if my discharge is a certain way, I'll take an ovulation test and it confirms I'm ovulating, and I know that like okay, so when I do want to start trying, that's my first line of you know okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay, right. I know I'm fertile around this time. Let's have sex three times in a row. I don't know. We'll see. Three in a row, not like like days. Oh, I'm not, like damn. No, Josh has got it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Josh couldn't wait for me to tell you. He's like, you're going to drop it on the pod? Oh, yeah. What is it? A <clears throat> cock ring. Oh. <laughs> so what does that actually okay, do? Okay, this isn't like a vibrating cock ring that, like, you put on. This is literally, like, quite literally, like a silicone hair tie. What is it? Oh, like, That you put at the base. Yes, to, like, to increase length and girth. I can't with him. He was really bragging about it. He's like, He's you going to tell her? Know. Him? Let her know. He said. And we like he? Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, I asked him. I was like, does, this- do you, does the cock ring go inside you? No, because it's at the base of the penis and you literally like put the balls in there too. Oh, clamping, some clamping. That's what I said. I said, is this comfortable for you? Like, what was it like for him putting it on the first time? Was it awkward or funny or? I mean, it, we were in the dark. Okay. Also, but was, was he like morning. laughing or was he like serious? Or? I told him to put it on because he had wanted. He was. He was. He's one. He was fishing it. for sex for two nights. Okay, and <laughs> sometimes I'm like. <laughs> 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 but one morning we were feeling frisky. Mornings are good for us to have sex. At night, there's just too much. It's like when you're trying trying to work out at night. I'm like, there's too many excuses. <laughs> I love that you guys are on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll have sex anytime, honestly, but. Morning is good. Yeah, morning's good. Yeah. But I'm a night girl. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll do it. The but... morning, I'm like, oh, I wake up too anxious about, like, what I have to get done. Okay. Or I'm like, brush teeth, coffee, and just, like, I need to, like, get ready first. Oh, no. We don't even brush teeth. No, not the no brush teeth. We don't need to kiss. That's not oh. what we're here for. First, oh. When you're knocking boots in the morning, you're knocking, knocking boots. boots. That's it. There's only <laughs> There's no romance to be had. Well, and exactly. So it's like, put on your ring. Put on, put on your. Oh your, my god! Because it, it was too much for me to think. I was like, I don't, I don't want to see this in the day. Like, I don't want to see this in the light with the lights on. I want to see your castration device. <laughs> I can't. Not the cat. <laughs> I can just see him getting so excited about it. He because... loves toys and stuff. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a toy girly. Like that's the thing. Like I have so many vibrators and stuff, and so I'm like, if you want something I to get your rocks off, I tried it. I didn't have the same results, and it's Do a you know bummer. I, I saw it was like I don't know. It you have to be, and I'm telling you, so horny for it okay for the intensity for, for like a clit sucker up. i'm telling like you, honestly i don't know if like when you're <laughs> i'm just so open about stuff now when you're having solo play um <laughs> like how many orgasms you'll let yourself have never gone more than one okay well but like no desire to like when i'm finished i'm like that's what i got thank you so there are like different levels but also in pregnancy it's like you can achieve it in seconds okay so there's like levels to it. Activity. So like if I'm <laughs> I'm trying to think of who listens to this podcast. Okay. Oh but yeah. I don't know. Anybody. I mean, I've talked about squirting on this podcast, but if I am going to squirt, <laughs> it's on uh round two or three. What? That is nuts. <laughs> but I will only bring out the clit sucker now, like after round one. So then it's like warm up. Dang. Yeah. And they become more intense. Yeah. Yeah. But you desire more. Like you have the bandwidth. Because I know that I more. Because I know that I can do it. What made you go more than one round? Well, you just hear that I people would, do that. I haven't. I mean yeah. porn. But also like I, don't know, I guess Yeah, it, I guess. Yeah. yeah people I, do. It's awesome. What a gift. But that's I know lesbians. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I know lesbians. So I know that it's possible. Yeah, okay, that tracks. Like, girls will go at it yeah. forever. Because they can. Them. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you got to call. Like, you have to, when you're, when you're, like, you have to call it, I think. Especially, <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to say, all right, we got to end it at some point here. Yeah, wow, what a treat. Yeah, so I've known that. When I'm having my time with myself, which isn't often anymore. I used to be like once a week. Yeah. And now I'm like, there's just nothing is more of like a vibe killer than like masturbating during your baby's nap time. Yeah. It's not going to do it. And I'm telling you, when she's at the babysitter, I'm not masturbating. I'm working. I gotta get shit on, done. I'm on a now. schedule. And because you're on meth now. I'm on meth now. Yeah. And that will probably decrease the libid. Does it? I think so, yeah. Oh. I haven't even and you're also it. not even that, if in, if that's not true. I don't know that for a fact, but I think it is. Um, obviously your brain's not like 
thinking that you're already like go yeah. to go on other things oh yeah i don't i don't skip the concerta on a on a day that elsie's on the babysitter no and that's when the marco polo starts buzz buzz buzzing in the morning <laughs> and that's how you know rage is on one she's taking her meds and she's ready to chat i'm chatty sometimes i catch myself like you're being annoying it's girl. so funny because rage never used to go like back to back marco polo's but she'd be hitting you up like oh, back hey. to back to back about hey. shit that she's thinking i will hit you up i like that. it i don't hate it I'm like, I'll get back to her. Right. Yeah. I, just I bark was... a polo for me. I think it's my neurodivergency. <laughs> I, I really stress me. out about texting. I stress out. But like I... keeping up? Yeah. I just need people to see, hear me talk and see my face and know what my intention is. I just, texting really stresses me out. Mm-hmm. But anyway. For me, it's like, I can't look at my face. Like, if I know, like, I'm just looking haggard, like, I'm not about to pop on and say something. Why? I don't know. Who, it just, I, who are you? I don't care if, like, you, I don't know, that's the thing. Like, I don't care if you see it. It's me having to look at myself to send to you. Uh, and I'm just aware, so I'm, like, fixing things or something. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily, like, I don't really care. I don't have to, like, put makeup on for that shit or care. It just is, like, ugh, if I'm not wanting to look at myself right now, yeah. I'm not I guess sometimes video. I don't even, like, look at myself. I've been pressing record and doing shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess I should be doing that. Yeah. Pay Did less it. attention to my looks on there. Yeah. I don't want to. When I look on. <laughs> do you read? Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> the, I've the, seen the little, the little blips. Thumbnail. So, like, if you don't have Marco Polo, there's, like, little thumbnails. And they're, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, like, that's they're dark little times. Gifts. When I first started. Marco Poloing Jess. There was a time like I had Marco Polo her, and then like oh, six months went by, and then I Marco Polo her again. And your it, bangs. my bangs, <laughs> my unintentional micro bangs. They just, were, and it was so funny. You just like at the time too. You're like just cut my bangs, and you're just like talking. <laughs> like it's like you had like a mental breakdown. It's like really. I was still married to, to Dave. Yeah. Ooh, that was <laughs> throwing it back. I because I remember because I cut them while they were wet, yeah. and I was like eyebrows up. That could have been a rough time. I just think in general, like things were going awry. Then. Things were going awry. I think <laughs> you, you might have say. been off your meds. Oh, I think there was a lapse in your meds at one time, probably, or, or you like forgot to take them or something, and you were like spiraling. Uh. Out of control. <laughs> I was out of control, man. <laughs> oh shit. Um I feel like I've known you forever. <laughs> it just seems like a lifetime whenever what, we talk so about that. What year was it? Twenty eighteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five May. years. Five years in it was five years in May. Wow. That's a long time. It was. All because of that's that uh trip. That trip, that one workshop yep, I helped yeah. I hosted. Everybody used to host workshops. I COVID killed it. COVID killed my workshop oh, yeah. buzz. Yeah. Um, favorite girl math or husband math? What is husband math? Is that new? Is, is TikTok new with husband math? Girl seen math. It. Do you know what girl math is? Yeah, but what do you mean, what do they mean by favorite? Like, how do you like to use it the most? Oh, shopping easily. Yes, you know me. Well, yeah. Also, just money in general for me is girl math. Yeah. Like if, if it's... someone takes Venmo, it's free. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So if like there's money in Venmo, like in your yeah, balance, that's free. that's free. Cash is free. It's dark days when I have to transfer money from Venmo into my bank account. 
Yeah. Dark days when I'm like, I need an extra 200 bucks or whatever it is. Oh, I'd be transferring though right away sometimes. If it's like pay, like large payments, but like yeah. when it's just like. Like 35, 40 yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cash is free. That's just free money. Yep. Like if we got laying around, that's just. What about vacations? Oh, I am big about like. Anything on vacation. It doesn't free. matter. Like don't like think- by the time that you get to vaca- vacation, the accommodations you're staying at, the Airbnb, the hotel, it's free. You paid for it. like past mm-hmm. you had paid for it. So like vacation's it's, cheaper now. So it's so much cheaper now. It's mm-hmm. already it's done. Yeah, like that was already pay- it's already taken care of. It's taken care of. Like that doesn't it doesn't include in the whole cost of the vacation. No, because if it if it was paid for over six months ago, free. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean that's true. Yeah. Um. Hey, anything you spend first two months after having a baby, that's none of your business. I don't know if that's girl math, but it is none of your business. Yeah. Don't look at the. Don't look at your bank accounts. Don't look at your statements. Just say. Just charge it to the game. Yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. I, I won't also, find like, out after dead dad. Any food doesn't count. Calories don't count. Yeah. Food and all of that didn't matter. Free. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Life would not make you. Also, people were coming through with food. I had always had food in my house. That's so Like, nice. Joe's family was just cooking for us relentlessly. It's good <sighs> ass Please. food, too. I, like, fucking miss being pampered like that. But. You know what I almost asked? What? Did you get any funeral potatoes? Not realizing that that would not be an appropriate question. It is an appropriate question. What do you mean? You were there at the gig. I know, but like, the did aftermath. you get any to your house? Funeral potatoes to your house? Because you have your funeral potato casserole. Throwing some. No, I didn't really eat much either at the at the gig at the function at the funeral function at the funeral the... <laughs> at the gig. I was at my aunt's house. We just had people over after the funeral. A little shindig. Yeah, I had made a little slideshow that I was very proud of. Yeah, it was very cute. It was good. I'll never watch that again. Maybe Don't. maybe at the year mark. No, how dare I? I'll be having a baby. You're having a baby. Also, there's that. Oh, yeah. yeah. This baby's due. What day? March 14th. Dad passed on the 20th. Florence on the 30th. Mm. 14th? Oh, my gosh. It does not look good laying down like that. It looks perfect. It's your baby. That's not you. That's your baby now. That's girl math. That's girl math. (laughs) Hey, none of your business. No, it's cool. It's cool to see my belly grow. I don't hate myself. I don't hate the way I look. Good. Yeah. Not yet. What happens after? But also, I'm having a girl, and I hear, like, you just blow up. You didn't look bad, though. I've seen some people. I've seen some people. <laughs> I've seen some people change facial features. I heard the nose, the nostrils get bigger. Yes, the nose we could grows. compare. Okay. I we thought you were looking some- good. Okay. Everybody, if you're triggered by any sort of food talk, weight talk, I am not in the best place I've ever been in my life. I still think I am in a good place-ish. Eh. But I'm not in the best perspective because it is one. Remember those Abercrombie jeans I wore to my engagement photos? But you were, that was like the thinnest you've been in okay. your time of me knowing but here's you, really. What, here's what I want to sue them about. I'm going to chart. I'm going to, I'm going to sue them for emotional damages. I have Abercrombie jeans in an 18 and a 16. Well, this is Abercrombie And a 14. Okay, those jeans are a 14. I'm now wearing 
16s consistently, right? That's one size, right? So you think one pant size you could squeeze in, all right? You could put them on. You would be able to be like, okay, we're almost there. Like I wouldn't be comfortable, but it would be like the your jeans I put on at that one photo shoot we did where I had a panic attack. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. You know, like when I tell you, Jess, I shit you not, those jeans are five inches from shutting. And I am in Abercrombie City. I'm like, what is that math? I just want to wear that. I just love those jeans. I love those jeans. And I, you know, the answer is, guys, buy a new pair of jeans, Rachel. Buy them in a 16 or an 18 or whatever you need to have the jeans. But I was wearing those jeans when I was first pregnant with Elsie. Okay. Barely pregnant. Right. But still, I had some room. I blew up. I gained so much weight in my pregnancy, which is why I'm like working on like getting to a place of like strength with my body, trying. I am. I'm I'm not stepping on the scale, but I am trying to shrink my body. So whether that means lose weight, I don't know, but I am trying to take care of my body better. Um, it's not a secret in my last pregnancy, I really struggled with movement. I really struggled with like everything. And it's so obvious now I go to shout out burn boot camp. I really, really like my classes there. I, they focus on strength and it's been really good for me, but it's also been good for me to check in with my body. Like mm-hmm. when we first went, they were like, Oh, do you have any problems? And I talked about like back issues that I've had. No, <laughs> no, no, no. My hips are so weak. Mm. That it is hard for me to like do movements that aren't even hip related Mm. because I, you know, like even doing like burpees or anything where you're on the floor and then you're getting up, that's hips. If I have to get up, that's my hips. And it was so obvious. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Dang. Just because I gained about 50, 60 pounds, Mm -hmm. just that constant weight just completely just like deteriorated so much of my like hip strength. Um, and just like not keeping up with mobility, like I just, I wasn't even like walking, you know, like I just was like over it. And that was something I had always said, like I wanted to do before I got pregnant was stay active. And I just was so sick that I couldn't and didn't. And, um, I like that now, like burn bootcamp is also known for being kind of like a women's gym. Um, but a lot of women who are pregnant are go there still nice and it's not in a like i gotta stay but it's just you can tell that they're just there to like take care of their bodies and like keep up and do what they can um and so i'm glad that like i have a community like that so like hopefully i'll have something to go back to um but that has been something i've unexpected is like my uncomfortability with how i look like taking the headshots with mads this week was rough like it's just Mm. weird for me because i feel like how this this looks is fine it's like my face looks different to me and that's what i struggle with for whatever reason it's like why is why am i you know it's It's just funny because i think the opposite about you that i'm like when you gain weight i can never tell in your face and your shoulders and i'm like so envious of that Oh god! I, I know you see it differently, but mm-hmm. I always think that you're like small in stature, 
and your face like never looks like even in Marco Polo's. I'm like, you can tell if I'm having like a swollen day. You can really see it in my oh, face. I'm, I feel very hypersensitive to my face for whatever reason. I'm like wash on, like get the lymph, get the yeah, get the lymphatic lymph. drainage get can really drainage. do a lot. <laughs> for real, this shit's real. But also, deal. just like I, something about having the baby just it's much hard, hard or less predictable in the way that I lose weight. I think mm-hmm. is just everything is different. Everything has changed. Um, it's hard because like I haven't like tried to lose weight in years and years like it hasn't been this like thing of like because for me the way like honestly i have to just say like i want to lose weight i feel like you were trying to get in shape before your wedding before you got pregnant though i did i did start going back to yoga So that's why you were like you were small but i i had only gone to yoga for like six weeks before the ectopic so it wasn't even like long but i think i was just stressed like i was mm-hmm. like i had lost some weight from just like moving because your engagement photos like you look that's like i think that's the smallest i've seen you since i've met you probably maybe. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was different yeah yeah for me yeah and i mean but like I, that wasn't intentional right i don't think for me um but the reason why I'm saying the word, like, lose weight and not, like, get in shape or take care of my body is because, like, for me, it's, like, I know what it feels like to be. And I'm not going to say, like, how much I weighed because everybody's thing is different and I don't want to give a number and be, like, that's fat, you know. Um, I've been fat my whole life. Fat is not a bad word. But th- the weight that I was was really hard on my body. And so I don't want to, like – get past that because I know how hard it is on my body. So that's why I'm trying to like get back to where I was to hopefully like when I am pregnant again, I can do it. But that won't happen for a while. I don't think, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Look how how the other one happened. Look how else he got here. I know. And I'm not in birth control. So that was another thing I couldn't, I didn't, you know, I was struggling losing weight. And so I got back off birth control so I've been off since like July. So we've gotten pretty long. We've gotten pretty well. Birth but control it, sucks. It does suck. Why is this our only option? I know. Good question. Okay. We'll kind of end on this one, but what are you most proud of from your journeys the past year? <laughs> proud. Why did I pick that one? Pride. Pride. Twenty twenty three. Year of change. People forget. <sighs> was it? It was. Wasn't year of change. It? Wow. Didn't 2022 ever, was the year of bullshit. Changed. <sighs> 2023 should have been the year of bullshit. Mm. Mm. Year of change was pretty accurate. Yeah. Everything changed. Didn't everything. ask for it. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't ask for that type of fucking change. Um, but when we dubbed it, we did. We couldn't. We can't control it. Can't control what the year I said. would say I had a huge motivation in this. But after my dad passed and time had passed, a couple weeks, maybe a month, and then I was going to start trying again, I started to feel like myself again. And I felt like Mm -hmm. I got myself out of a really dark place um, in a way that I knew how um, that felt healthy and not like toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a Peloton and that's not to say like I like really like. Got into no, fitness. I was I, so, so proud of you. 
for just like getting up and moving your body which like as much as like i think i think everybody's relationship with exercise is so personal yeah and can be so triggering right but it is not a secret that like our bodies need movement to be at their best i literally said i'm turning to science on this one because I, i can't get myself out yeah and i knew that i was it was terrible after like the the hormone shit that happens after that, after the, the procedure or, you know, even after it's postpartum. Like, it's postpartum. Yeah. So it just, that was not easy. And then just having empty arms, for lack yeah. of better terms, it just was like, I just went through hell and I have nothing to show for it. But two dead people, like, I don't know. It just was like, I have nothing. I feel nothing. And yeah. it was really tough. So I really said, I'm turning to science and I'm yeah. going to buy a Peloton. I'm going to move my body and everything just turned around from there. Yeah. And I got pregnant and here I am and it's been hard, but it's, I'm really grateful to be pregnant. Yes. <laughs> like, I wanted that to happen um, as soon as it could. And I got my body back to where I wanted it to be. I had a period that was huge for me. Like yeah. it was just like, I was regulated again and I Yeah. So that was yeah. that was my proud moment of the year. What was yours? I think I'm proud of how um You became a mom. Oh you're mothering. I know and mothering. killing it. I know. I love it. Um, but I feel like I'm proud of how flexible I've been in motherhood. Yeah. I think that's been something that's surprised that. me a bit. Um Coming from the girl who was like, this is what I want. I'm going to be like this. I'm going to do this. And now you're like, I'm going by what Elsie wants to do. I used to be like that, but like times a thousand. Like me and my church era, me and my cult era, it was just like if I said something, it was law. Like, And it was so hard for me. And I think I've like gotten more well-rounded. As I've got older and I understand that, like, you can say one thing and life's going to throw you another. And so it's just stop talking. <laughs> but um, I like really. you don't know everything. You, you don't know shit. Yeah. Okay. But I have felt like in motherhood, I have let it be kind of like Elsie's show. Um, and that doesn't mean it's not difficult and hard and stressful and overwhelming and overstimulating at times. But, like. I'm a happy mom. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I thank biology for not giving me crippling postpartum depression. Um, But I am, I'm happy. And, you know, when I started being unhappy and stressed out about work, I got back on stimulants. And I, you know, like, I've just been trying to, like, do what I need to do to be at my best for myself and for my child and for my husband and um, all of those things. So I'm really proud of how I've shown up in motherhood and that um, I've prioritized being happy over being right. Um, I think so about cool. that with like breastfeeding and stuff because there's a time when I was sitting in the lactation chair and they're trying to hook up this like breastfeeding device. Okay. They use it with a lot of like NICU babies who aren't like latching well. Um, and maybe people who don't have a supply, but like, it's like a little straw that you put by your nipple and then they like will suck the straw and it's to get them to like get used to your nipple. And I just was sitting there like 
And I looked at her. He said, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I was just like, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. This is too much. Um, and that's not to like belittle anybody's experience who, you know, truly went through like hell to breastfeed. Um, I just am so glad I didn't spend more time than I did on it. I'm so glad I stopped when I did. I'm so glad I didn't spend any more hours pumping. I'm so glad I didn't set any more alarms than I did to like get an ounce of milk a day. I'm just so glad that I just said enough is enough. Um, because no doctor, like her pediatrician, her, you know, my primary care doctor, my OB, no, none of the professionals made me feel any type of way about formula feeding my child. Good. I'm happy to hear that. It's only other people. Yeah. Only like. Boomers. Yes. (laughs) No, boomers fucking breastfed all, or formula fed all of us. Yeah. But it's. It's millennial moms that have the platforms and say the things. And I just think for me with Elsie, breastfeeding sucked. She hated it for one. Lactation consultants were baffled by her behavior at my boobs. It was she hates them. Hate hated them. And granted, she was getting nothing from them. So she like had associated probably a negative, but like we there was no working on it it was yeah. as soon as she was on my breast she was mad mm-hmm. and she just she's so funny because she'll be the same way sometimes when she just wants to like be on her be by herself yeah she'll do this get away from me let me be by myself it's so funny but um yeah i'm just so glad i gave up on that bullshit yeah that's- <laughs> and that's just me to say like i just I you think, knew when to you knew yeah. when to step away, and I think that would have been hard, especially because you yeah. wanted to breastfeed, and you could have put up more of a fight. But at what for? At what cost? Yeah, and I like think, you assess that like this isn't good for me or Elsie, so I need to pull the plug now. And the only times that I feel like really triggered um, by other people breastfeeding, I think is when I read these, like, long stories, captions about how it was so hard and terrible and there was no light at the end of the tunnel, but they pushed Push through, through anyway, and now it's great. And I don't know why I feel, like, triggered by that because I did – I clearly – like, I feel like I must have gave, given up, you know? But, like, that's the stuff that I'm, like, I'm so fucking glad I didn't spend more than – one say, what, at what one cost? day crying about it. Yeah. At what cost though? Like, like you don't uh, there even were tears know. shed throughout it, right? But I spent one day crying about it. And I'm so glad I didn't spend any more time than that. She was fed, she was happy. Yeah. Why the fuck am I gonna get mad about it? Right. Like it's not free. So that's the one thing. But other than that, like I am so happy she's formula fed. I'm so glad I got to witness Josh bond with her, my mom bond with her, my sister mm-hmm. bond with her, my friends. Like, I'm so glad that, like, I wasn't alone in feeding my child, which is, like, seemingly 90% of the journey at the beginning. Yeah. So, like, I am, you know, I will probably formula feed my next child, too. We'll see. But, you know, again, it's up to them. I'm I'm yet a vessel in this next child's journey as well. But right. like we'll see. But I am thankful for how it panned out for us. Good. I'm proud so, of you. Yeah. 
I'm just loosey goosey nineties mom. Yeah, who is she? Who, who is, is she? this new rage nineties mom? She got humbled by motherhood. Now look at her. Yeah. Love to see it. Yeah. And I just looks good on you. It's great. It's been really fun. I have a fun time. I think it's fun. I know. You are having fun. You love her. She's your best friend. She's just so cute. I know. You just have so much fun making her laugh and I know. Like it's awesome. I can't wait. Cool seeing your little brain move and Yeah. It should be fun, I think. Yeah, I think that's majority should be fun. Right. Should be fulfilling. Yeah. It should be like good. The stress comes with it, but Right. That happens. Stress doesn't like negate the good. I don't know. It just is a fact. But yeah, so. And I realize a lot of my issues that I've had, I've solved with money. You know, like formula, childcare, and that is not a privilege mm-hmm. that everyone has. And I want to say that I just, I can't put myself in the perspective or situation of someone who doesn't have the financial freedom uh, to make those choices. So I'm just saying the perspective I have, which is this one. Um, we don't have much of a savings account. I will say that. <laughs> we are not doing great otherwise, but you know, are we living paycheck to paycheck on a, pretty large paycheck yeah we are but we're just doing what we can you're doing what we can but, doing with doing the best with what you got <sighs> and you're crushing it i just don't want you to leave my house i want to kidnap you <laughs> and give you keep you i'm forever. starving <gasps> oh no i know i've got pizza waiting for me at home i'm excited oh with joey to, with joey boy <laughs> and then i have to wake up at the crack of ass for these mini sessions tomorrow oh i i did them early because i'm like I'm not going to deal with the sun, but I'm like, let me just get them done. We're supposed to go to Boo at the zoo tomorrow. Does Elsie have a costume? No. Does she need one? No. I mean, I have the makings for the costume, but I have to like sew it because I didn't get glue. It's a whole sitch. We'll see. Why don't you just throw in a bear costume and call it a day? She doesn't have one. I know, but you can just go get one at like Old Navy or something. Because I bought the... She's supposed to be a chicken. Oh, this would be very cute if we can make it happen. Oh, that's so I'm cute. I have super glue somewhere in this house. You, you'll make it happen. I, I gotta, I gotta try for the gale. For the gale. For the gale. All right, guys. Well, those were your questions. Some of them. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see if anybody has more in depth questions. I don't know. Like I've, I've existed as a mother for eight months now. I'm sure there were like ins and outs there that I didn't get into, but you know, whatever. We'll get to it. Maybe it'll we'll cross. It. It'll it'll happen. It'll come up sometime. Yeah. Um. But moving forward, you know, let us know what you want from us. Um. I don't know. Still to this day, if we can promise weekly, but maybe like bi weekly, bi monthly. Something <laughs> we gotta figure. We gotta talk. About I got it. a permanent setup. <laughs> this is really nailed on my wall. Is it? Yeah. You didn't hold back. No, we needed something permanent. We yeah. Nothing good was coming from this creepy upstairs, I'll tell you much. You did some good work with this. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like I needed to like clean upstairs and then I decided to to rip the carpet out. Nice excuse to get up here and do a good once over. Yeah. It it needed to be done. Still smells like old old house, but it's kind of charming. Is it? I'm sorry. I just like it. No, I like it. It reminds me of an old cabin. Okay. It's cozy. Okay, guys, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap, finally. We love you, and this is for Better and Worse Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Rach. And we're out of here.